0: his butt. After talking about the Victor wembenyana Britney Spears incident in the last episode, checked out the video to see what really happened. But what the story said that I read, Spears put her hand on his backside. Didn't say back, it said reached and touched his backside. When you hear the words backside, what do you think? Back in the day when it said, Mama put a whoop into my backside, and say Mama put a whoop into my back. Backside meant your butt, so I thought Britney Spears legit tried to touch his butt or accidentally or whatever. I wasn't saying she was trying to grope or anything like that. However, watching the video, she runs up on him real quick. Like I don't know what was going through her mind, but ran on him real quick. So then the guard grabs her arm, gets her away from him thinking that it's, you know, a serious situation. Wouldn't Britney Spears, of all people, know better to run up on somebody that is now a star, international star, 18 or 19 years old, number one pick in the NBA draft, from France, in the United States of America. Everybody's wondering how great of a basketball player this dude's going to be. A lot of people around the NBA and the world saying he is going to be the next transitional transcending, amazing athlete that walks the face of the planet and you run up on him real quick and make a security guard grab you. Out of all people in the world, Britney Spears should know not to do that. That's crazy. But she did not try to grab his butt, literally tried to put her hand on his back, probably to get his attention. Say hello, my name's Britney Spears. I hope you do well. I don't know, but running up on him like that. Yeah, if I was a security guard, I would have threw her to the ground. Like, what are you doing, yo? But crazy situation. And for Victor Wimbenyana, welcome to America and welcome to being a star in a sports organization, association. Here you go. Hopefully your next run in isn't as chaotic and it's got some positivity. Not that this has to be completely negative. I did listen to ESPN radio and a couple people talking about it was like, they should just meet together. Victor and Brittany say, Hey, everything's all good out of proportion, blown out of proportion. We're good. Both parties, both sides. We just wanted to meet or Brittany wanted to meet Victor's now saying hello and move on, make this a positive situation instead of negative. And you know, give the security guard some props. Yeah, he grabbed Britney Spears' arm after he tried to reach to his client. So yeah, yeah, that's what should happen. Props to the security guard. Still don't know what's going through Britney Spears' mind, but I guess that's not been the first time that's ever been said. I'm your host, Brandon Lachance. Don't know where you've heard previous Edge of Your Seat podcast shows on, but you can catch him on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the website www.rss.com backslash podcasts with an s that's plural backslash edge of your seat podcast socials you know we're there Facebook edge of your seat podcast Twitter edge of your seat or you can check out my personals Facebook is Brandon LaChance spelled L A Chance and then Twitter is LaChance writer at LaChance writer the same spelling L A Chance on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Facebook, Twitter. Please like, follow, five star, a million star, comments, all those cool things to help us move up the rankings, to help us share the spotlight that we're trying to put on Illinois and everything that's going on here, our guests, topics we're discussing, all that good stuff. We appreciate the love and support as always. If you have any questions, suggestions, want to be a guest, Know somebody that would be a good guest, you like or dislike something I or a guest said, or you'd like to sponsor Edge of Your Seat Podcast, please send an email, edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com. As always, gotta show love to Brian Cavelli, Cavelli Productions, for the intro and outro beat of Edge of Your Seat Podcast that is brought to you by First State Bank. 19 locations in the Northern and Central Illinois regions. Great people, great banking methods. I've been banking with First State Bank since 2011 and I've never had an idea to go to a different bank. They know what they're doing on all levels. Interest rates are cool. You got a loan, you know, all those cool things through First State Bank. I suggest you contact them for any of your banking needs. On episode 276, this one you're listening to right now, we have two guests on the podcast. First, Mariah Hobson was a senior at Princeton this past school year. Before she graduated, she broke the girls' soccer all-time scoring record with 107 goals. Here's the kicker. She did it with a torn ACL. Yeah, she talks all about it. She had a great season, great career. Happy to have her on Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Our second guest is Steve Hansen, the new athletic director at LaSalle, Peru High School. Hansen is a returning friend of Edge of Your Seat Podcast, but he was on as the athletic director of Mendota High School. He was with the Trojans until he decided to move his office a little bit south to LaSalle, Peru. Always happy he joins us. Pleasure to talk to him and Mariah. So we already know this is gonna be a great pod. Have you heard the news? First State Bank is the first to offer Quillo. Quillo is an online personal loan officer that allows you to apply for a loan in just minutes. Need to replenish your checking account? Pay off a high interest credit card? Or take that vacation you have always wanted? Check out Quillo on the First State Bank website using your phone, tablet, or PC. It won't impact your credit score to apply. There are no fees, no penalties, and payments you can afford. You'll need a First State Bank checking account, but have no worries. You can apply for one of those online too. Check out FSB Premier's account that pays higher interest for doing a few routine activities. Go to firststatebank.biz today to see how you can get a Quillo loan with a new or existing checking account. First State Bank is member FDIC and equal housing lender. Also on this show, we're gonna keep it rolling. We try to watch as many movies, TV shows as possible and then give our takes. That's the segment, keep it rolling. We got six for you today and then we're gonna hear Hobson, then we're gonna talk to Hanson after we get to the big screen. First one I watched not too long ago, Trevor Noah's stand-up called Son of Patricia. It was from 2018. He makes jokes about tacos, camping, snakes, his mom, their relationship, him getting into comedy. It was okay, it was okay. Actually, I thought he was funnier than I thought he was gonna be. Never been a huge like, oh my gosh, I gotta check out Trevor Noah. But it kept popping up on my Netflix and I was like, you know what? I got to give this man a try, so I decided to turn on the special, I turned on the special and I wasn't disappointed, it was, it was cool, it wasn't my favorite, it wasn't my worst, it was worth watching. The second movie, or selection, because I don't know if a stand-up is necessarily a movie, but the second selection, The Wrong Missy, comedy movie from 2020 starring David Spade and Lauren Lapkus, I think that's how you say her name, I might be wrong. Lauren, really funny. David Spade's okay funny. Sometimes he's a genius. Sometimes he's just annoying. And he does that on purpose. That's just him as a person and the characters he plays on just about everything that he's done since the 80s. The concept was okay. David Spade looking for, you know, a model, hottest woman in the world, coolest woman in the world to take on a date, take to a resort or holiday getaway or vacation getaway and it ends up being lauren because he sends a text message to the wrong girl they'd hooked up before and he got weirded out left and then tries to text somebody else and it goes to her okay concept cool for a a B b-level comedy movie and that's what this was david spade not tremendously impressive in this lauren was okay no it was just a cool checkout on a I think it was a Sunday that I watched it. Check out a movie on a Sunday when you're not doing much. And it was okay. Again, not the worst I've ever seen, not the best I've ever seen, not even the worst that I've seen from David Spade. And not the best that I've seen from David Spade, just kind of in that mediocre middle level tier. Third selection best of stand up from 2022. Again, I saw it on the option list and I'm like, hey, you know, I like variety. Bunch of different comedians. My three favorite on this were Ali Wong, Bill Burr, who is one of my favorites at the moment in general, and Joe Coy, who was in Chicago not too long ago. If you're listening to this from the Illinois Valley, you might have been there. I saw all kinds of people that I know on Facebook, Twitter, all over the place, went to his show in Chicago. I'm sure it was great. He's a pretty funny dude. And those three that were already my favorites when I saw the lineup, they were my three favorites on the show as well. Best of stand-up 2022. I am the girls from 2021. The main role is played from an African actress named Hubli Maboya. I'm probably butchering her name. Look up I am all girls on Google, IMBD, any of your other platforms that you want to go to to get the correct spelling of her name she plays a serial killer who when she was younger was part of child trafficking she was brought in against her will with other people and was part of trafficking she got out and then she was linked to police departments and she had a job with them as an investigator is trying to crack this child child trafficking deal Instead of helping traditionally, Maboya becomes a serial killer and helps link the child trafficking region because it's not in just one place. It's kind of all over. Helps track it by killing people that are involved in the child trafficking and leaving messages, notes and linking it for the investigator who becomes her friend. I think they're a little bit more than friends. If you get my drift solid movie from something I never heard of. Actresses and actors I'd never heard of. It was a pretty solid movie. I was pleasantly surprised. Go check it out if you're into that kind of deal. The fifth selection, Remastered, Lion's Share. I'm a huge music dude. Check out Bring It Back anytime that you see Bring It Back is on an Edge of Your Seat podcast where we break down albums from the Rolling Stone magazine's top 500 albums of all time list. This is about the song Lion Sleeps the Night, but it's had a bunch of different names and it's been created by a bunch of different people throughout the years, and I mean a lot. But the songwriter, the original songwriter, Solomon Linda, wasn't really getting rights for the song that has blown up nationwide, internationally wide, global. Lion Sleeps the Night Everybody knows that song or the harmony. I think I just said the night, but it's Lion Sleeps Tonight. Tonight, not the night. Everybody knows that song, but nobody knew who wrote it. And the person that wrote it, who I don't think is no longer with us, I watched this a while ago. It's been on the list and just haven't got to it. But no longer with us. But the family isn't fighting for rights either. So a journalist who finds this out tries to help the family get their fair share to the rights of the song. Pretty interesting, good documentary, and a lot of insight to a song that everybody knows, but nobody knows the background story too, until you watch this. The last selection, Halston. Five episode, not really a docu-series, it's a show, but five episodes from 2021 They just broke up what could have been a movie and put it in five shows. Ewan McGregor, is the star actor and he did a great job of playing this designer, fashion designer in the 60s, 70s, 80s and everything that went through this dude's life. He blows up by making hats when Jackie Kennedy, yeah, that Jackie Kennedy, wears one of its hats on national TV and he blows up the biggest name in the world. However, then women stopped wearing hats and he... Gets heavy into drugs, heavy into a crazy lifestyle, and everything just kind of falls apart for him. It is a pretty interesting story that is a true story. This really happened to a guy named Holston who was really a designer in that era. Pretty cool movie, or actually, not a movie, five episodes from 2021. I checked it out on Netflix, probably still there. I always say I don't want to rank these and like, hey, they're just individual you know, properties individual flex. But why not? That's what we do here on Edge of Mercy podcast. We rank everything. Why not rank these movies? So I'll start from the bottom and go up. And I did not do this previously, so I'm going to kind of improv this off the dome. 6. We're going to go The Wrong Missy. Just it was okay. It was cool. Not the best, not the worst. It was it was just all right. 5. We'll go Trevor Noah, son of Patricia funnier than I thought it would be. Trevor Noah kind of surprised me with some of the things that he said, some of the ways that he said things. I was impressed. I was impressed. So we'll go five him. Four, we will go remastered Lion's Share. Learned a whole bunch of stuff about an iconic song, an iconic melody, harmony, and really worth watching and be like, oh man, that's crazy. I I said that. I thought that a lot when I was watching this. Number three, we'll go Best of Stand-Up 2022. It was cool getting glimpses of different shows from a bunch of different people. You know, I like the uh, compilation comedy albums or or movies, but there was a couple of them I wanted more and a couple of them that I didn't even think should be on there. But it was still funny and I laughed throughout, so it's number three. Number two, I'm going to go Halston. Pretty awesome job by Ewan McGregor for playing this character that was... Kinda of all over the place. He's homosexual, he's into drugs, he's a designer, he's all over the world, and you and McGregor made you feel like he was the actual Halston instead of an actor. It was cool. That leaves I Am All Girls for number one. I was blown away from the concept of the movie. The little girl that was taken into child trafficking against her will, grows up, becomes a cop or associated with the police department, and then becomes a serial killer and then helps bust, stop that same child trafficking ring when she gets older as an adult. Pretty awesome. It was a good movie. Check it out. Check out all these. Give me your opinions. Send an email. Edge of Your Seat Podcast at gmail.com. If you've watched any of these or want to watch any of these, have any opinions on them, maybe you differ from what I say. Think that The Wrong Missy is amazing or think that... Who cares about the Lion's Share song or the Lion Sleeps Tonight in the documentary Lion's Share? If you have any opinions, suggestions, questions, send that email. Does your driver need a new grip? Seven Iron need a new head. Putter need to be replaced. Want to play a simulator during rainy, cold days? Sports Boss Golf is your one stop shop for everything golf. Located at 2950 Kane Road in Leland, Sports Boss has over 10,000 used clubs and new clubs for sale. Owner Mark Wright rebuilds, repairs, replenishes the value of every club in his own shop. Want a Callaway? Sports Boss has it. A Betonardi, Bridgestone, Cleveland, Cobra, Exotics, Crank, Mizuno, Odyssey, Puma, Cirxon, TaylorMade, Tor Edge, Wilson. Woof! Sports Boss has a partnership with each one of those top brands. Check out Sports Boss Golf Shop on Facebook or call Sports Boss Golf at 815-326-9686 or email sportsboss777 at gmail.com to book simulator time, inquire about repairing or purchasing clubs and any other of your golf needs. Surf Internet's fast fiber internet is more reliable and 25 times faster than cable. Unlike other local providers, we're proud to provide transparent all-in pricing that includes equipment fees and taxes. With speed packages starting at $35 a month, you'll get a free modem, free expert installation, and free whole home Wi-Fi on those plans. Plus, no contracts and no data caps at a price that's locked in for life. Go to surfinternet.com to learn more or call 844-955-SURF details that's 844-955-SURF limited time offer restrictions apply it is now time to hear from mariah hobson just graduated from princeton high school after setting the girls soccer all-time scoring record 107 goals and like i mentioned before she set the record with a torn acl that's crazy crazy awesome congrats on her efforts Four years of soccer, great player. Seen her a couple times, not this year, but I saw her last year. Great player, deserves the recognition, deserves to have that all-time scoring record. Let's hear her talk about it. High school soccer may be over. State tournaments wrapping up. We got the little kids soccer going on. And if you didn't know, I was a coach for Mendota area youth soccer about two years ago. Maybe I'll get back into that. But right now we're going to talk soccer back to the high school level with Mariah Hobson. How are you, Mariah? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. I saw a little while ago on Twitter, big, bold letters. The record's broken. And then it was a photo of you scoring a goal. That had to have been exciting.
1: For sure, it was such a great feeling. I mean, I didn't think it was possible, and then you know what, it happened, so.
0: The all-time scoring record was 106, and then you scored 107, correct? Yeah. What did you end up with?
1: I ended up with 107 because I had an ACL injury. So after I broke the record, I went in and got surgery to get healed up. So
0: did you tear the ACL and break the record in the same game?
1: Um, no, I tore my ACL about two weeks before. And then two weeks later on senior night, my coach, my doctor, and my parents allowed me to play, and I needed two goals to break the record. And so I did that with a torn ACL and torn meniscus.
0: Whoa! Wow! I, I'm not trying to laugh. That's just crazy. So your knee is pretty much shot, and you score two goals and break the record on senior night.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Wow. What's going through your head? Is this going? Obviously, you don't want to hurt your knee, your leg, any more than it already is. But you want this accomplishment. What's going through your head is, you know, this game's playing out.
1: Honestly. I was just hoping my goals would be pretty cool looking. Honestly, I didn't even care about my knee. I knew I was gonna need surgery, so I said, you know what, go bigger, go home and that's what I did. So it was insane. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, yeah, everybody called me crazy, but you know what, you gotta be a little crazy if you wanna go get a record like that.
0: <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Were you in pain the whole time?
1: I wasn't actually. That's what made it so hard for me to not be on the field was I really wasn't in pain. When I did first go down with the injury, yeah, it hurt. And then after two weeks off, I felt pretty okay, and I had a brace on to stabilize my knee, so I really didn't have a lot of pain, so I honestly looked pretty good. I didn't even look like I was really that injured.
0: Wow, but the doctors are saying, hey, there's something wrong here. You have to get this fixed. You really can't play anymore. Yeah, I
1: um, found out the news over a phone call, because I was at home, and my mom called me and told me that the MRI came back, that it was a fully torn ACL, and that I would need surgery if I wanted to continue to play later on in
0: life, so... What's going through your head and when that happens? When you hear that phone call, that had to be devastating.
1: Yeah, I can't say that it was an easy one for sure. But um, it doesn't hit reality when it first when she first told me. I was just like, oh, because when I went down, I kind of had that feeling like this is not something's not right here. And so that was kind of hard. But when I got the official phone call that I was going to be out, I I just immediately started calling my teammates and letting them know that I wasn't going to be there to help them anymore. So it was it was a hard hard day for sure.
0: And this happened in April? Yes, beginning of April. So let's fast forward back to senior night. That is pretty cool that they allowed you to play. Your doctor gave the okay, parents, coach were like, yeah, one more time, why not?
1: Yeah, the hardest to convince, believe it or not, was my coach. He just didn't want me to get hurt more than I already had been because he was looking out for my future and stuff, and he was worried about what my knee could look like in, like, the next two years, not in the next two weeks. He definitely was hard-headed about it, but he finally... It's because he knew I deserved that record, so he let me go get it, and that's what I did.
0: And when you say coach, you're, of course, are talking about David Gray. Yep. He's a friend of Edge of Your Seat Podcast as well. That surprises yep. me, though, because I would think the hardest to convince to let you get back on the field would be the doctor.
1: Oh, yeah. He basically said he told me that I needed to be smart about it. I needed to pick and choose my games, not play a team that you know is going to, like, that's way better than us skill-wise and stuff like that. And so he told me he wasn't going to let me play the next 10 games, but he told me if I pick and choose, like, a few games that I could potentially get the record at, then he would allow it. So that's what we did.
0: How many did you play after the injury?
1: I played about five minutes in in one game, and then I played senior night. So only two, really.
0: Okay. And who did you play? Who was the uh, senior night opponent?
1: The senior night opponent was Depew Hall. They are a co-op team.
0: So you tried to pick on the Little Giants?
1: Yep, yeah, sure did. And you know what? I was successful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not very fair.
1: I mean, hey, I was already injured, so really what's
0: fair is fair. Truth. You got a great point there.
1: Yeah.
0: I can't argue with you. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so now... This is your senior year, or actually now it's over. Princeton's already graduated, correct?
1: Yep, that is correct.
0: How does it feel to be a graduate? It
1: feels weird, honestly. My sister, my little sister, she's about to be a freshman, so she's starting those four years all over again, and I'm just getting major flashbacks of the past four years that were awesome in my life, so it's
0: crazy. And what's your sister's name? Ava. Is she going to play soccer?
1: She is. She is a soccer player. Not the same position. She's not a goal scorer, but she's a pretty darn good player.
0: Gotcha. Have you two played together then?
1: Um, We did just a little bit during a club team, but it didn't last very long because the season was kind of already almost over when they asked me to join. So it was like maybe five or six games, but we always played with each other in in the backyard, so I've always been playing with her.
0: As the older sister, did you try to toughen her up?
1: Oh, for sure. I would knock her pretty good and then my and I get in trouble by my parents because they're like, You can't pick on someone that's not your size. But you know what? I came back to bite me because she's taller than me now.
0: <laughs> now does she put a whooping on you?
1: She tries. I'm still pretty I'm still I'm still pretty solid even with the knee injury, so
0: We gotta give a shout out. What's your parents' names?
1: My dad's name is Sean Hobson and my mom's name is Samantha Hobson.
0: Gotcha. I do not know Samantha. Hopefully I meet her sometime. I do yep. know Sean former St. Bede wrestling coach. Yep. He didn't try to get you wrapped into wrestling?
1: Honestly, no. I tried to wrestle, and he told me no because he wanted to be more of my dad than my coach, and he was scared of how our relationship was going to go if I decided to play, or if I decided
0: to wrestle. That might be a smart move, actually. Yeah, he was
1: very tough on his boys, and that that's exactly what he would have done to me, so probably for the best.
0: That's respect for a dad that can realize the differences there. Good for him. Yeah
1: worked out though because wrestling and basketball were during the same time and i really enjoyed playing basketball so
0: okay yeah you also were a member of the tigress basketball team how was that experience through the years
1: honestly it was insane we had a coaching change my sophomore to junior year so that was something i was a little worried about but our new coach darcy Kepner, who's like a coach now for three years i believe here at princeton um she fit right in and We did really well. I was the point guard, so a lot of it was on me, and that was kind of stressful. But I really enjoyed the team and the chemistry we had, and we made history. So it was a really nice
0: experience. Definitely. How was the transition between Tiffany Gonnigan and then Darcy Kapner? How was that transition?
1: Honestly, it was kind of hard to say just because I was on the JV team the first two years, so I hadn't had Tiffany Gonnigan or anything. But I enjoyed her as a coach, and she was like a very good role model for me and so was Abby Bosnick, so it was, it was hard to let them go because I had a rough time when I kind of joined basketball in high school, and they helped me through that, but Darcy also was a very good coach, and she was easy to talk to, so it was different, definitely a change, but it was a good change.
0: Good stuff. Darcy just asked me to ref some summer league games this summer, so I'll be in Princeton refing those.
1: Yeah, I'll be there quite a bit because I like to watch my varsity girls still play, and my sister's on the basketball team as well, so
0: okay so i'll see you in person
1: yeah for sure yeah i guess i can note that everybody was kind of judging me when i first got that record like oh like she had all four years and the person she beat only had like three because she wasn't on varsity all uh, all four years but um here's the point that i realized my freshman year was canceled completely due to covid my sophomore year i got half a season because i did go out for a few games with an injury and it was still covid so we only had like about 14 games and I sat for two of them so I only had 12. Then my junior year I had a full season and then I got seven games my senior year before my injury so I really only had two seasons and I scored 107 goals so just imagine the damage I could have done with all four.
0: Definitely and the person that you passed last name is Kunkel what's the first name?
1: Jasmine.
0: Jasmine there was a couple of Kunkels on the same team I think the other one was
1: Jade. Yep. Yep,
0: I remember that team. I followed them in the postseason. Yeah, they had a really good run. Oh, they did. They did. And obviously, so did you, getting this record. Yeah. Yep. Well, Mariah Hobson, thank you for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast. If I see you at a Princeton gym this summer, I'll definitely come and say hello. But thank you for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Much appreciated. Thank you so much for having me. Believe it or not, sunny, beautiful weather is just around the corner. This means... You'll want your lawn looking just as good as the sun rays feel. Artiaga Tree Service and Landscaping is the definition of lawn beautification. The company offers tree removal, lawn care, stump grinding, and spring and fall cleanup to residential and commercial customers. Artiaga Tree Service and Landscaping is fully insured and offers a senior citizen discount. Call 815 878 7504 for a free estimate from Artiaga Tree Service and landscaping. I don't know about you but after I'm working on the yard or even watching someone else do the outdoor manicuring I get hungry. Coming soon to Little Joe's Gaming Cafe is a kitchen serving a variety of good eats. Go to Little Joe's located at 713 Illinois Ave in Mendota or call 815-538-4900 for more information. Now it's time for our chat with Steve Hansen, the new athletic director with LaSalle Peru High School. Great guy, has done great work for a long time. He's gonna continue to do so as a Cavalier. Always exciting time in the Illinois Valley, even when schools aren't in session, moving parts all the time, including people changing jobs, moving on to the next part of their careers, including my guest, Steve Hansen. Steve, how are you?
2: Doing great, Brandon. How are you?
0: I am doing all right. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of shocked when I saw that you were moving to LaSalle, Peru, as the athletic director. You know, what made this change happen?
2: I saw that they were looking for an AD and put my name in the hat. And After uh, talking to Dr. Robleski and interviewing the first time, it just was a really good opportunity, a lot of really good things going on at LP, and I felt like it was a really good fit for me and what I'm looking for in the next chapter of my career.
0: Are you still, you know, as a referee that has worked with you, are you still going to be refereeing?
2: Uh, Probably not as much. I mean, LP has about the same amount of sports, but a lot more levels, so I'll probably be a little busier and won't have time for the refereeing as much as I did the last couple of years.
0: So I guess even more jobs are going to come my way.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes. Infernal rate, even more.
0: I bet, I bet. So you've been with Mendota as the athletic director for how many years? Six years. So I just finished my sixth year at Mendota. Was there anything with Mendota that you wanted to leave or was it just a progression of your career, bigger school, more opportunities?
2: Yeah, I mean, I have nothing bad to say about Mendota. It was just this opportunity presented itself. And after looking into it, you know, it was a really good fit for me. And they had a lot of really exciting things going on, a bigger school. I know they're in a really, really good conference. And the community support at LaSalle Peru has always been phenomenal. So, I mean, it was exciting for me to
0: be offered the job. And I'm really looking forward to getting going. I did notice when you, when it was originally announced that you were the new LP athletic director that you're still technically employed by Mendota, so you're really the athletic director of two high schools at the same time.
2: Well, officially today would be my last day at Mendota, and tomorrow I would start at LP. So June 30th is my last
0: day on the books at Mendota, and July 1 I start on the books at LP. I always get a kick out of the school administration because it starts and stops on July 1st. So yeah. if you make any changes before then, you're still technically hired from one place and then you get another job. So I always try to make that joke. I have to throw it in there.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's been an interesting couple of weeks, you know, talking to the coaches at Mendota and then hear from the coaches at LaSalle, just kind of in the middle, I, I, I want to make sure that I, I leave Mendota in a good spot, and I've responded to everybody there, and trying to respond to the
0: LaSalle Peru coaches and administration as well, so it's been interesting. Do you think there's going to be any differences between your responsibilities and what you've done in Mendota to what you're going to be doing with LaSalle Peru? I mean, still same job title, uh, still in the Illinois Valley, but kind of different schools.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think gonna be different, uh, different in a good way for me. Like I said, it's a bigger school that they're really pumping a lot of money into their athletic facilities, so that'll be fun to get involved in some of those projects. Uh, they have more levels. I think it'll be a little, a little more community based for me, which I'm excited about. And just you know, that, that's what I know for sure right now. Just wait and see. I'm sure there'll be other things come my way as
0: I get going. You are a returning friend, returning guest of Edgeversity Podcast, and if I remember right from the last time we spoke, you didn't live in Mendota, right? You lived outside of town? Yeah, I live in Yorkville. Are you going to stay in Yorkville, or are you going to move closer to Salle? Peru? I don't know the difference of travel time for you.
2: Uh, the travel time is really about the same as going to Mendota, so, I mean, it's a little further miles-wise, but... I get to go a little bit faster than 55 on Route 80, so I make up a little time there. No plans to move right now. Well, I love where I live. There's a lot going on here. Um, I don't mind the drive. I've always driven. I've been working for 30 years, and the closest I've ever been is probably a half hour to my job. So I'm used to the little downtime before work and after work, going to work and coming home. So that, that works for me.
0: It probably helps with, you know, any stress or anything going on before or after a day. I mean, you got that time to yourself to just kind of breathe and, I guess, collect yourself.
2: Yeah, certainly. You know, I, I really use the time in the morning to just, you know, relax and focus. There's obviously a lot of times at night where I wish I was home right away, but it just becomes part of your routine. and. You know, I make phone calls or I just sit in silence or I listen to the radio. It's it's all different, but it's, like I said, I make it work. I'm used to it, and I enjoy the time by myself sometimes.
0: Being a Mendota native and then, of course, being a basketball coach and athletic director at Mendota, you know, going to LP, you know, maybe in 2023, not really rivals, but back in the day, NCIC days, and before then, I mean, Mendota, LaSalle, Peru, viewed as rivals. Anything angst like that, or you're like, hey, it's you know so far on from those days, and you know it's a good career opportunity. I never really looked at LaSalle through as a
2: rival when I was playing because they, they were always a class up or two classes depending on when they split, but they were always on the big side of the NCIC, and Mendoza was on the small side, so it was always fun to play them. You know, they're always really good at everything, and I don't have any any problems um, going there or any ill feelings, um, I I just think it's a great school and a, a great community
0: and I look forward to serving them. It is crazy how things have changed or developed over the years. Even when I went to school in 2003, so 2003, I mean, there's no way that if you went to an event at Hall or St. Bede or Princeton, LP, Ottawa, I mean, there was some angst there. There were some rivalry things, and you definitely had to watch your back. Now it's kind of like everybody's friends, and, you know, it's it's a different culture. Now it's like, hey, we're Illinois Valley instead of, hey, we're Mendota. Hey, we're Hall. It's kind of that kind of feel.
2: Yeah, I think you can attribute some of that to the, the travel sports and the kids, you know, com- combining – their off-seasons playing together. And, yeah, I just think it is a different time due to all the sports outside of high school that take place. I just think people know each other better.
0: Definitely, including at LaSalle, Peru, when it gets to, you know, coaching, athletic director, stuff there. I mean, you guys have a lot of feeder schools. So not only are you taken from the LaSalle, Peru community, but you have Oglesby, you have tonica and a couple other ones that all feed into so you're getting athletes from you know a lot of surrounding areas definitely advantages and disadvantages because you have a
2: lot of kids coming in that are used to playing and have to earn their stripes against a whole bunch of other people that have are used to playing as well but you know the numbers at lp look to be great and the internal competition should help breed
0: success Guessing the excitement for your new position is kind of like at an all-time high. I mean, new grounds, new school, and like you said, the Cavaliers, the community behind them, and everything that goes on in La Salle Peru is a hundred percent for that school and the programs.
2: Yeah, it is really exciting. I mean, going through the interview process, and I felt they did a really good job, very thorough, and you can see why. You know, I've been in one walk through of some potential projects coming up and looking at the, the new facility where they're pumping in a lot of money on the north side of town there got a look at that last week It just been very welcomed which is very nice you know every, a lot of people reaching out and uh, making me feel like part of the family already so I'm
0: really excited to get going. Good stuff. And with you, I bet they see consistency. I mean, murmurs around town, you know, through journalism, through schools in general, the number of athletic directors that have traveled through LaSalle, Peru in the last few years has been, you know, a high turnover rate. So I'm sure with you, with the years that you've been at your positions, you know, that's a plus sign and something that they were like, hey, this guy will stick around.
2: Well, yeah, you'd have to ask them that question. But, uh, you know, like I said, I was, I've was i always been very impressed with LaSalle, Peru, and, the, and their programs and their community support. And that was a big, big thing for me, Big something I was looking for. Um, just a great opportunity. As we talked about in the interview process, it's more
0: of a destination school for people in the Illinois Valley, and I, that, that's the way I'm looking at it. No doubt. I 100% agree with you. Well, from Edge of Your Seat Podcast, congratulations to your new position, LaSalle, Peru, Athletic Director. That means with you taking over that school, you're going to talk to me just as much as you did with uh, Mendota. So <laughs> we'll stay in touch for sure. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, Steve Hansen. All right. Thanks, Brandon. We'll see you down the road. Probably see you at refereeing. Referee. Oh, yeah, no doubt. You'll see me there, too. So you'll see a lot of me. Sounds good. The chats you just heard with Mariah Hobson and Steve Hansen are brought to you by Mendota Ford. Mendota Ford is a community dealership that is dedicated to being community first. A small dealership in a smaller town. The staff and General Manager Ski Hartman and his associate Jason Hintz pride themselves in being here for you. They don't want to sell you one vehicle. They want to form a bond, a relationship to get you every vehicle you want and cars, trucks, and SUVs for your friends and family. Ski has lived in Princeton since he was five years old and has been with Mendota Ford for the last three years. He has plenty of experience helping you with all of your vehicle needs as he has been in the motorcycle business for 20 years and over 10 years in sales and management. Jason Hintz has been with Mendota Ford for eight years, giving him the experience needed to help customers in every way possible. You can purchase any vehicle off any lot in the Mendota Ford family, Ski and Jason will make sure they track it down and hand you the keys with a little jingle jangle. To check out the many options on the lot, Mendota Ford is located just south of Mendota on Highway 251. To look ahead or find a vehicle on another lot, check out www.MendotaFord.com. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries with Mendota Ford. We got the intro in. We heard from Mariah Hobson. We spoke with Steve Hansen. We had words with all of our sponsors. That's a wrap on episode 276. Thank you for joining Edge of Your Sea Podcast. We'll be back real soon. Plenty of guests ready, ready to hit the pod waves. Until then, until next time, peace.